الحمد لله نشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له Praise be to God We bear witness that there is no God except the one God We are a very fortunate generation and this is understatement of the year In Surah 32 God says that uh, certain people have no idea how much Uh, joy and happiness await them and uh, we have no idea how fortunate we are but uh, 50 years from now the future generations will realize how fortunate we are we are the pioneers of something that is very special about 50 years ago for example God's miracles through his messengers existed without any proof And uh, even now, our generation, excluding the pioneers that we have become, you go to them and say, Moses threw down the staff and it became a snake. And they say, sure. Oh yeah, sure. The unbelievers. Even the believers have doubts. You tell them Jesus revived the dead. And they say, oh, maybe he just fainted or something, or he was just... You know, he was sick or something and he came back to life. They do not believe those miracles. But now, God gives us the first tangible evidence that when Moses threw down the staff, it became a snake. Because what we have, and turns out that this has been always the case in the scriptures, in the, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, the New Testament, everything that God sent down, Everything that God created, you and me and the sun, the moon, the stars, they all have God's signature on them. The scriptures are mathematically composed, numerically structured, beyond human intelligence. So every statement in the Quran becomes proven with physical evidence. So when the Quran makes a statement, Moses threw down the staff and became a snake, this becomes a physical, a physical evidence proving it. Because it is mathematically composed by God himself. It is authenticated by the mathematical composition that comes only from God, not from a human being. And God was an eyewitness there. God was an eyewitness who saw Moses throw down the staff and it became a snake. And he's telling us in, in a numerically structured statement. And the same is true with Jesus revived the dead. Every statement in the Quran is physically proven beyond doubt. So that's how, this is the fortune that we are not aware of. And this is how fortunate we are, is that we have now, you read the Quran and you have full confidence in everything it says, including many things that are unbelievable, like Moses throwing down the staff and having it turn into a snake. God says in the Quran in, in uh, Surah 41, verse 53, I will increase my, my evidence. I will continuously increase my evidence until everyone believes that this is the truth. So when I'm going to talk to you today about the miracle of Quran again, because there's some new evidence that just came out confirming this statement of God that he will increase his evidence. So initially, We said that uh, the first verse of Quran consisted of 19 letters. And the number of surahs 
114 is a multiple of 19. And they said, well, this is coincidence. This one, this came out first. And then we found out that uh, in Surah, in Tal Q, there are 57 Qs. The other, the only other Surah initialed with Q also had 57 Qs. 19 times 3, 19 times 3, 19 letters in the first verse, 19 times 6, the Quran Surah. And, uh, and people said, coincidence. Then we found out that if you add these two, 57, 57, you have 114. Q stands for Quran, 114 surahs, and they said, this is coincidence. They still continued to disbelieve. And then we said that uh, this statement here, which is 19 letters, every word of it is found in the Quran in multiples of 19. The first word is 19 times. The second word, 2,698 times. The third word, 57 times. The fourth word, 114 times. And they said, this is coincidence. So God kept increasing the evidence. And you know the rest. You know that the letter Nun in Surah Nun is 133, multiple 19. You know that uh, we have... I'm just reminding you of a few of those, so you will be the people who appreciate the message to sound miracle more than anybody else. There are seven surahs initialed with Hamim, HM. Seven chapters constituting about one-tenth of the Quran. And you count these letters in the seven chapters, and you have 2,147 of these letters in the seven chapters. This is 19 times 113. If only one half, one H or one M was lost or added or substituted in the last 1400 years, this would increase by one or decrease by one. And the whole thing disappears. The whole thing collapses. So you can see the mathematical composition that is beyond human intelligence and uh, has to be from God. The thing that gives you confidence that when Moses threw down the staff, it became a snake. It was like you're, a, you're an eyewitness. You're just as good as an eyewitness, if not better. When Moses threw down the staff and became a snake, how many people saw that? Very few people who were inside the palace hall with Pharaoh. And how long did it last? A few minutes. That was it. That was the end of it. The miracle happened. A few people saw it. It was over in a few minutes. But this miracle of Quran is continuous. Forever. It is, a, it is perpetual. It, it is doing two things. It is a continuous miracle until the end of the world. And it confirms all those temporary miracles that were limited by time and space. Like Jesus reviving the dead. How long did it take for Jesus to revive Lazarus? How many people saw Jesus revive Lazarus? But now we know, now we are witnessing that miracle now. Millions of people by mathematically composed statements authenticated by God himself. We know that this is not man-made. God wrote that and was an eyewitness. So when this came out, they said, we don't believe it. I just re received a review 
written by some something something Philip. Philip is the last name. It's not our Philip here. Some other Philip. And they finally admitted that there are four or five surahs that uh, are actually have multiples of 19. But what they admitted was the Q's, that these are 57 in each of the Q initial surahs. So that's two surahs. Then in surah 68, uh, they said that yes, this is correct. The Yasin, YS initial surah. Uh, Surah 19, J-H-Y-A-S, five initials. What was the other surah? I think this is it. And they said this is not enough to establish a pattern. It is pure coincidence. Okay, so they don't, they don't think. But at least, finally, they admitted that there is something here. About the H-M surahs, they said, uh, why is he adding them together? And, and uh, they raised all kinds of strange questions. So, what we, what you'll see in the next issue, the Muslim perspective, not this one, not October, but November, is that it is obvious that God is increasing his evidence, just as he said in chapter 41, and that those people will continue to say, no, we don't believe, in order to expose and confirm the hardcore unbelievers who will end up in the lowest pit of hell. The reason, the reason I'm saying this is that uh, Lisa yesterday found something else. I won't, this photo should be given by Lisa, by the way, but uh, this fits in the mainstream of, of the... Uh, this is really profound, as you will agree. And if you want more details, you can ask her afterwards. There is something in the, uh, in the Muslim perspective of last month where... Uh, let me get one of those Qur'ans to explain to you what the deal is. The preliminary information that you have is that 114 surahs in the Qur'an, 29 of them are initial with the Qur'anic initials A, L, M, Q, N, S, K, H, Y, and so on. These initials, 29 of them. The first initial, as you know, is in, the, in Surah number 2, verse number 1, that says ALM. The first one is in Surah number 2, verse 1. And the last one is the initial N in Surah 68. Here it is. So, this part here of the, of the book is what is between the first initial and the last initial. And uh, what Lisa found in the last issue, the Muslim perspective as, as published in that issue, was that between these two, the number of verses is a multiple of 19. Five thousand two hundred sixty-three between the first initial and the last initial. It's a multiple of 19. 19 times 2, 7. Seven. Excluding the two false verses of at the end of Surah number nine. Also, between these, the first initial and the last initial, there are 19 groups of 
initialed and uninitialed surahs. In other words, surah 2 and 3 are initial, that's one group. Surahs 4, 5, and 6 are not initial, that's group number 2. You go on like this, it's 19 groups. So, uh, what, what does this say? This piece of information says that the number of verses is a divine order dictated by God because it conforms to the, to the mathematical code. Also, the sequence of surahs, because the initial, uninitialed, and so on, they alternate, they're making up 19 groups. Now, last night, what she found was really profound and has to do with, uh, with this. With this part here. Okay, now in the in the whole Quran, the word Allah is a multiple of 19. Allah is mentioned 2698 times. And God cho chose to put the first initial in Surah 2, the last initial in, uh, in Surah 68. So what she did is uh, add up the number, the word Allah that happened here, easier. She, she added the word Allah here in the smaller part. Surah Al-Fatiha, before the ALM, and from 69, Surah 68, I'm smiling for a reason. Surah 68 has the letter N at the beginning. So counting the word Allah outside this, it came to 57. Allah, the word Allah outside. In this portion here, and then Surah Al-Fatiha, there are two of them in Surah Al-Fatiha. Now, when she counted these verses, you count from ALM, that's verse 1 of Surah 2, to the letter N, that's verse 1 of Surah 68, and you stop, because there are no initials after N. So the rest of Surah N is not counted in that, because it's, it's inclusive. Now, when you count the word Allah, in between here, the difference is 2641. You deduct this from the total number of Allah, which is also a multiple of 19, of course. But uh, God knows that the people who look at this, what, what, what does this tell us? This tells us that the number of the verse is dictated by God. The number of the verse. And if you look at Yusuf Ali, you see that he changed the numbers because it sounded better to him. You know, because the numbering of the verses is strange in some places and he couldn't take it. So he played around with it. Now we wouldn't dare do that. And in spite of the things that happened in the last 1400 years, the Quran comes to us unscathed with the numbers of the verses exactly right. I'm talking about the numbers of the verses and the numbers of the surahs, as you will see before the end of this khutbah. Okay, I was saying that when you count the verses, you include, you start with the A and M and you end up with the N. So you have all of Surah 68 not counted in this because it is outside that range. Verse wise. So God knew that the unbelievers would say, why don't you count the word Allah in Surah 68 also? And we did, or she did, and it is zero. In Surah 68, there's not a single word, Allah. So, well, anyway, anyway, they want to protest. God got their number, zero. <laughs> the number is zero. So, I mean, it's really strange that the Surah, as, as big as Surah 68, does not have any 
words Allah in it. And I will complete the this uh, khutbah in the next section, inshallah. Two more Allah repent. Alhamdulillah, wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah, wa ahdahu la sharika la. This is only a small part of the, uh, the great miracle that was discovered yesterday. And I have been calling around the world this morning to spread the news out of here. Because uh, some people started the rumor that only the initial chapters are guarded. But this shows that all the Quran is guarded. Because the word Allah is all over the place, as you know, thousands of them. And this portion here is outside the, the initial area, if you want to call it that. And within the initial area, we have the 19 groups. Everything is so perfectly uh, tight that uh, there's no hole for the disbelievers to escape. And it is amazing that they continue to say, no, they, they continue to fail to see the miracle. Because God himself said in chapter 7, I will divert away from my miracles those who are too arrogant. And no matter what kind of miracle you show them, they will not see it. God said that. So this is the explanation. Now listen to this. These 57 words, Allah, that are outside the initial, that are here. They happen in, in, in surahs and verses, certain surahs and certain verses. And when you add the numbers of the surahs and the verses where this happen, the total is 2432, 2432. And this is 19 times 1, 2, 8. Right. Now this is a big number. You add the numbers of the surahs and, and the verses where the word Allah occurs. And you're going to read this in the next page of the perspective. Now what does this tell us? This says the sequence of the surahs is dictated by God. The number of the surahs, the number of the verses where the word Allah takes place. Where the word Allah occurs. And it is so magnificent. Because there are verses where more than one Allah, you find one or two or three Allah is in one verse. But you cannot count the verse twice. So this system is so perfect. You have no doubt that you are reading the words of God right here. And when God says, I put guards on you, you know that there are guards on you. So you will not receive a scratch without God's control without deserving it or without a good reason for it because sometimes God will mess up your life in order to to have something good happen to you Joseph had to go to prison in order to rule Egypt afterwards he had to so going to prison was equivalent to going to school and graduating with a degree he graduated from the prison to rule Egypt so even though the prison looked terrible, like a disaster, it was through 
promote Joseph to a good position. So when God says, I put guards on you, when God speaks throughout the Quran about invisible soldiers, you know that he runs this world with invisible soldiers. When God says that everything is written down before the earth was created, everything is already recorded. What you're going to do next year is already recorded. How many kids you're going to have is already recorded. Who they are going to marry is already written down. What day and time and hour and place you're going to die is written down. Everything is written down, recorded. God says that. And God says, I'm, I'm telling you this so you don't feel sorry for the things you miss. And you don't get excited over the, the things you attain. You have, uh, the believer has an even keel. He or she doesn't get excited or depressed. Because everything is already recorded. There's nothing anybody can do. But he guarantees victory for his people. I mean to the point, I'm going to read for you Psalm 91 again. Which I read for you before. And, and these were mathematically authenticated too. David's Psalms. Now we have evidence that the whole scripture, we're talking about the original scripture, was mathematically, mathematically authenticated. This psalm happens to be confirmed in the Quran. When God says, I'll make you a king or queen on earth, you know that this is from God and you know that it is the absolute truth. When God tells you, I'm doing everything, you know this is the absolute truth. And, and uh, when, when you pass the initial tests, and you worship God regularly and you do the five prayers, certainty will come to you. I'm smiling because this is something that we live every day. We lived it today. God was showing us that we are not doing anything. Even the words we utter. God is doing everything. And when he says this, you know that it is the absolute truth. Here is Psalm 91. Very quickly. You who dwell in the shelter of the most high. This means every believer talking to you. Who abide in the shadow of the Almighty. You've decided to join God. You abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress. This is what you said. You decide to, say, to tell God, my Lord, you're my refuge, you're my fortress. For he will rescue you from the snare of the fowler, from the destroying pestilence. With his pinions, he will cover you. Under his wings he shall take, uh, you shall take refuge. His faithfulness is a buckler and a shield. One of God's name in the Quran is the faithful. When you tell God, I'm going to join you, I'm, I'm going to be with you, I'm going to believe your word, God is faithful to you, and he will fulfill his part of the promise. You happen to have no power, and he has all power. You can do nothing for God, but he can do everything for you. Okay, David goes on and says, with God's inspiration, you shall not fear the terror of the night and the arrow that flies by day. You shall not fear the pestilence that roams in darkness, nor the devastating plague at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side because of the AIDS disease. No, that's from me. <laughs> Though, I mean, it will not touch you. <laughs> Though a thousand fall at your side, ten thousand at your right side, near you it shall not come. This is what God is saying. These are God's words that he reveals through David. 
The Psalms were written by God through David's mouth to teach us. And you know, every word in it is true. It is confirmed by the Quran. And by this fantastic mathematical code, whose parameters are increasing and the evidence is piling up beyond belief. Rather, with your eyes shall you behold and see the requital of the wicked. As a person of God, you're going to see that the people who are unjust to you, they're going to get it sooner or later. And the Quran repeats that even if you don't see it, they will get it. God will let you know. You know, they may persecute you until the last week of your life and you may not see it. This is what the Quran says, whether you see it or not, they will get it. But if you're alive, you will see it. God will let you know. Because you have the Lord for your refuge, you have made the most high your stronghold. When God controls Ronald Reagan, your boss, the president of your company is God, really. And he runs it. When the president of the company gives you a raise, God is really the one who's really, when God manipulates the president of your company. When the president of your company reprimands you, God is really doing that. He controls this man's or this woman's heart and mind. So because you have the Lord for your refuge, you have made the most high your stronghold. No evil shall befall you, nor shall affliction come near your tent. You know that these words are, are God's words that are proven mathematically. You have confidence. Like this, Moses throwing down the staff and became a snake. Now you have confidence that this is the truth. Now you have tangible physical proof that this is true. And you have to better believe it. Now listen, this is how the mechanism is. Listen to this. For to his angels he has given command about you. That they guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. They're going to carry you up like this on their hands if you're going to dash your foot against the stone. You better believe that. God is saying it, it is proven mathematically. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. You're walking in the light, and there's a stone, you're going to hit it, you don't see it, and the angels will, will carry you. Or will remove the stone. This is what God does. Everything in this world is done by angels. I mean by God, but I mean through his angels.